You've uh, just made this controversial. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Coaches on Couches. Bing Slouches. I am Coach Dale Sanford. And I am Coach Bryant Funston. We are the co-founders of BPC Performance Coaching, where we specialize in helping time-crunched athletes optimize their busy schedules so they can maximize their athletic performance. Every BPC coach is trained in our five pillars coaching system that has been developed over the last 11 years through our work with athletes of all ages and ability levels from fresh off the couch to world championship competitors. You can find out more about BPC by going to buildpeakcompete.com. Freshened up website. Give it a look. New year Checking Facebook and YouTube at Build Peak Compete. Or all up on that Instagram at BPC Performance. There we go. I can put my phone away now. All right, so today we're going to talk about uh, these fancy little things. If you're watching live, you can see them. If you're not, you can't. Uh, these are the uh, the aura rings. The aura. Aura rings. Uh, Have you noticed a change in your aura with the aura ring? No. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> we'll play on words there. Uh, this is a, another uh, wearable device uh, that uh, uh, Lance Armstrong <laughs> convinced me to buy, basically. Uh, listening, you know, uh, occasionally listen to the Move podcast, and he uh, um, basically... This is the only performance-enhancing <laughs> tip that Dale has taken. Yeah. You, know, you also did the, the power dot. The power right? dot, which I also yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> we got a fanboy over here, apparently. Uh, it's, it's not really that. It's going to be some controversy I'm here, just, Dale. Uh, I'm just a. You've uh, just made this controversial. I just like tech. Let's just put it that way. Techie. Yeah, that's what. That's all we have in common. Yes. Okay. That we like tech. Except uh, he's getting paid for his aura ring. And I'm paying info. For it. Yeah. And and we paid for it. Yeah. And so the info you were getting. Oh yeah. Is not skewed by any sort of no. affiliation, affiliate yeah. tracking. Nope. We're not going to provide a link for you to go buy and thus make money off of i'll be i'll be like they do zero discounts no. <laughs> you can look all you want Nunya. they did a thing over uh black friday or christmas holiday like holiday no. deal uh but they don't normally do it's like apple they just don't normally do discounts yep and cost yeah it's it's 300 bucks basically yep. for the ring um so first off what the heck is an or ring yep that's a good start so it's a wearable personal health tracking device. So that's how they tout it. Yep. Yep. So we, we looked it up on their website to make sure we got their terms correct. Uh, but essentially, there's a bunch of different metrics that it's tracking uh, from your body. Yep. And based on that, it's providing you feedback. Uh, and and hopefully, as yep. an athlete, you're looking at some of these metrics or all of these metrics and and using that as a way to improve your overall performance. Yeah, so it's like there's a lot of things that it tracks, but then there's a lot of other things that it kind of extrapolates from the data that it, it's tracking. Yeah, which we'll um, go into for sure. Yeah, so let's kind of hit on the things that it tracks first, uh, and then we'll kind of go into like how that stuff is useful, yep. and then uh, you know pros and cons, and is it worth it uh, type of thing. So it tracks, and, and w yeah, would we would we buy it again? Right, right. Stick around. 
So <laughs> uh, it tracks. Get ready. If it's you want a list, to, if you want to get a notepad down, because this is a long list. Uh, it tracks HRV, heart which rate, is heart rate variability, yep. uh, the time between heartbeats. This is something that's uh, become very popular uh, over the last several years on like tracking, uh, like for recovery purposes and Correct. stuff like that. It's yep. become uh, for some more accurate uh, for their recovery tracking than resting heart rate. Mm -hmm. So a great metric there. So higher HRV relative to your norms, good thing. Yep. Lower HRV relative to your norms. And that's kind of a key. Like, like good and bad, but it's more of a more recovered, less recovered exactly. type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it, it tracks your... Um, tons of sleep data. This is most, mm -hmm. so most of what it's tracking is while you're asleep. Let's yep. put it that way. Yeah. Um, you can do like, uh, you can tell it to track at certain times of the day if you want to take like a rest or something like that and just yeah, see right. how your body's doing. But majority of it, it doesn't start tracking until you're basically in bed or, or laid down because it will track, uh, like short naps and stuff like that. But mo most of it is, a lot of it is sleep data. So, uh, HRV, like we said, uh, your bedtime and awake time. So when you got in bed and then when you got out of bed, which then extrapolates time in bed uh, and then total sleep, um, it tracks your latency, which is basically how long it took you to fall asleep. It tracks your resting heart rate while you're asleep, uh, your, your lows and your average resting heart rate as well. And it literally tracks it on a graph. Uh, wake up time which is kind of like when you start moving in the morning, respiratory rate, so how many uh, breaths you take per minute. Uh, it, it tracks your activity uh, during the day, steps, calorie burns, which we'll get into. It's kind of a, a pinch point for us a little bit. Yep. Uh, again, naps. Basically, uh, oh, the other big one was uh, temperature variation. Yep. So this is the big metric they've, they've marketed heavily for tracking the onset of COVID. Yep. Uh, and th this is like, um, from what I understand, the NBA adopted the Aura Ring uh, during the bubble period uh, so that like they could, it could help predict athletes or players who were, you know, having possibly an onset of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially what it does is it's, it's setting up the first couple of weeks. It's trying to set your baselines. Yeah. It's setting norms for you. So it's not going to tell you, with this temperature variation that you've gone from 98.6 degrees up to 99.6. It's not a thermometer yeah. uh, in that regard. Instead, it's letting you know what your tr what your trends are and what your body yeah. temperature is relative to those norms that have been established. Yeah, so I think that's a good point to add that it does take like a month to kind of like r really get used to you. Yeah. Uh, because I like, there were a couple, you know, after a couple weeks I was like, I don't really, I don't think it's really telling me anything because it hadn't, there was enough backed up data to know like an average of anything. So, and if you think about it, like as coaches, yeah, what a person does on a specific day is good, but yeah. analyzing trends, it's a trend, yeah, is kind of more important. There's no one data point that's making or breaking exactly. any, uh, like if you're trying to predict anything or find, a limiter or something like that, it's going to be off a trend and not mm -hmm. off of one data point. So yep. you got to give it a month to, to figure out you. Yep. Um, I think we kind of went into like just some of the other like quick features of it. I don't, we don't want to go into like a DC Rainmaker like uh, review of it really, but 
uh, it does like have a feature where it can like, you can like take moments, what it's, what it's called during the day. And it can take you through like guided breathing or meditation or something like that. To yeah. Within like, the app. So there's an app on your phone and within that app you can select. And if you're doing something that's longer than what is it? Three or five, five minutes, it'll give you an HRV score, yeah. a body temperature score, um, as well as a, like a low and average resting heart rate, um, an HRV as well, I guess, right? Yeah, I think yeah, over five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it will allow you to kind of take those times. And I guess kind of a, a bonus or a plus is if you are doing that, now you're being more conscious about yeah. trying to well, be. Well, and not to go sideways on this, but mm. there obviously is a lot of, there's a lot of studies on the benefits of guided breathing and meditation mm. and stuff like that for yep. your overall yep. health and performance. So, yep. um you know, it's just a cool, I think it's a cool feature to have within the, within the app mm -hmm. itself, even if it wasn't like monitoring anything. Yeah. Um, so with all of these metrics, it is then kind of putting together all of this data into, it's their attempt to make it more simple because like for the average person, if you sit there and looked at HRV, bedtime, wake time, latency, wake up time, respiratory rate, temp like you would, you're like your head would explode. So, yeah. um, it tries to take this data together and form a couple of scores, uh, you know, to kind of give you an idea if you're doing, if you're doing well with that particular score. Yes. So, uh, the big one it comes up with is readiness score. And that's what kind of, if you hear people talk about the Ori ring, they're going to talk about their readiness score. Um, and that is a combination of absolutely everything, basically. And it's there to kind of tell you, like, essentially how ready, as an athlete, how ready you are to take on a harder workout for that day yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's so, yeah, it's essentially looking at, like, how much, how much exercise have you done? How much did you do uh, the previous day, you know, what's the trend on your exercise? When was your last higher level of recovery day? How has your sleep been? The quality of your sleep, the length of your sleep. And it's trying to take all of that together uh, and, and tell you, okay, based on all those factors, based on how well you've been sleeping, based on the metrics within your sleep, based on how much activity you've done the previous day or days, we feel as though you are either more or less capable to go harder yeah. On any given day. Yeah. The other two major scores that it gives you are the sleep score, which is basically takes all the sleep data yep. and comes up with how well you slept type yep. of thing. Uh, and then your activity score, which is made up of how active you were, yep. you know, the previous, the, the day in the previous days. Mm -hmm. Um, and we'll kind of get into a little bit more on that kind of thing, but the, the, for the most part, you're really like, if you looked at one thing every day, it would be the readiness score. Uh, you know, like as far as like what they want you yeah, to. If you're just like, wanting a snapshot thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so as an athlete mm -hmm. and a coach, there are certain things about the the data that it gives that we find more or less useful uh, and that can be used to, um, you know, kind of gauge what you should be doing for the day. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is essentially the stuff like the way we've been using it. So let's just, yeah, let's just dive into like, what are we looking at and how are we finding it? Yeah. I, most you know, useful. I, I'll put it out there at first though. This is like, there is no, like, there should be no, 
piece of technology that tells you how you feel. Let's just put it that way. Like it, like you, you should not like if the thing tells you you're you're smoked and you feel great, go hit that workout. Like you still have to listen to your body, and that's still it's like when you read the comments in the Aura Ring app, even when your readiness score is maybe a little lower, it basically just tells you to listen to your body. Yes, like still listen to your body. Like yeah, it's almost like a weather report. Yeah, like, chance of clouds and sun. Yeah, and wind and rain. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so it's not the end-all, be-all, but uh-huh. it, there is a lot of useful information. So here's some things that, that we have actually found useful in it. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the big things for me is it has forced me to pay more attention to uh, my sleep and like when I go to bed and how much actual sleep I'm getting versus how long I've been in bed. Yes. Um you know, I, I try not to let it tell me I had a crappy night's sleep because then I don't want to get in my head that I had a crappy night's sleep. Mm-hmm. But when I look at the trend of like when I'm going to bed, when I'm getting like the REM sleep and the deep sleep, yeah, it and really how much of that, yeah. how how restful that sleep was, right? Yeah. It really has made me kind of uh, at least question some of the choices I'm making pre-sleep mm-hmm. and and like times to go to bed if i'm really that serious about getting up and doing a training session or something like that yep um oh for sure when it's like it's like a nutritionist when you say well i want to lose weight first thing they're going to tell you write it all down let's start tracking Try, yeah. track it start like to, and then when just you bringing s- awareness to what's right. happening because you can make up stuff in your head yeah. like oh i i got in bed like, and this is what I was doing previously. It's like, I, I would get in bed at this time, and I knew I would get out of bed at this time. So my assumption was I was sleeping the amount of time that I got into bed minus maybe 10 minutes to fall asleep to when I got out of bed. But really, this is providing a lot more feedback yeah. on quality of that sleep, but also the gaps within the time you're awake, the time that it took to get to sleep. Um, just the fact that you're in bed doesn't mean you're necessarily so regenerating like, like you should be. Yeah. So like I've I like we get up early quite a bit during mm-hmm. the week for three forty eight today. Work. I woke up wide awake. <laughs> that's that's too early for me. Yeah. But we do that a lot, and so for me, like I have to if I don't adjust my going to bedtime, mm-hmm. then I, I'm gonna, I'm going to run a sleep deficit for too many days, and I'm gonna I'm gonna mentally be smoked. So. If that happens, I've used the app's data to then like know a day where if I have the opportunity to sleep in a little bit later and I know and it takes planning, but I can adjust the training I'm going to do the next day or the times I'm going to do those and get that extra sleep to kind of because I'm a firm believer of catching up on sleep. Like if you if you lack it for a few days. Uh, So, you know, I've used it to do that and just kind of adjust. Well, I don't need to do a morning early morning session tomorrow. I'll sleep in and I'll do the afternoon type thing, like yeah. just to get that extra sleep. So it's been really good on just making some adjustments on sleep time, like going when and go to bed. And, and that's that's kind of a big part is it'll start giving you reminders. Oh yeah, and it's kind of based. Not, Don't you think it's time to go to bed yeah, now? Mine'll start telling <laughs> me like <laughs> you should you should start getting prepared for sleep. So it'll yeah. cue you on like, yeah. hey, bedtime is approaching you should start considering winding down and taking steps to wind down. Uh, it was starting to shoot those to me at like 5 p.m. I'm like, oh, 
Yeah, if we haven't mentioned it a million times, Bryant uh, to tends to try to go to bed around eight. I go to bed early, uh, but it will adjust. Like it, it starts taking into account what your your normal bedtime is, yeah. and then it's also looking at okay, how how has the sleep been? What is the readiness score? Like where's that fatigue level? And it will suggest you going to bed earlier yeah. if you need to get more rest. Yeah, and I think something else has been kind of handy is. When you aren't having as good of a night sleep, it will provide some suggestions on reasons for, for why that may have happened. Like, did yep. you exercise too close to bed? Did you eat too close to bed? Like, yep. things that can impact your ability to get a good night's sleep, yep. it'll cue you on. And so now you can start thinking about it, like, okay, or, or experimenting with it. Yeah, if you dive into the, the suggestions, they are they're no. pretty simple, but they're very helpful because mm-hmm. it's just in your face. Like yeah, there. You know. Like one thing I've done, their suggested temperature. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, says it's like 64 degrees is what your room should be. 64, 65, yeah, yeah, like somewhere around there. And usually we were going like in my room like 68 right now, yeah. but we've dropped that down a few degrees. And I have noticed an improvement in sleep by dropping the yeah the room temp. Yeah, so kind of go- my wife on the other going hand. like that, like you. <laughs> Like, so in the app, you can like, um, you can put tags on every day. Yeah. And so like, there are things like, there are things like that you do that it, if you tag it, it's easier to catch a trend mm-hmm. and then make changes because of that. So, mm-hmm. um, one thing that, uh, is blatantly obvious is that anytime you, <laughs> anytime that I consume alcohol, my resting heart rate is, a not a, not a massive amount. It depends on how much, but like. <laughs> Like my resting heart rate. We're gonna turn this into an AA meeting. My resting heart rate is elevated. Yeah, uh, oh yeah. On those evenings mm-hmm. uh, when I'm sleeping, and the generally restfulness yep. is way less. Yep. It's like way lower. Yep. Uh, or worse, or whatever you want to say it. Um, so and I, respiratory rate. Respiratory rate goes up. Yeah. Way up. I've seen way up sometimes, and body temperature. I've seen body temperature increase. And as then, well. uh, you know, your um, your HRV is also usually affected as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, honestly, it's made me like it's it's in your face. Yeah. So it's it's made me you know question right? cut cut yeah. back you know drinking altogether, and then during the week and everything. So it's just you know when the data's in your face, you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't ignore it. So, yeah. you know, if, if you want yeah, you good can always sleep pretend, and recovery. You can always pretend like you're doing things great or like something's not impacting your ability to perform. But yeah. if you're really trying to dial all that in, like go back to the weight loss thing again. Like it's easy to say in your mind, oh, I'm having a bowl of oatmeal with some peanut butter in it and a few raisins, which is what I had this morning. <laughs> like, ah, oh, that's got to be 350 calories. And then you add it all up, and it's really like 800 calories. Like, I actually weighed out my peanut butter today. I'm like, I'm usually, like, here's a normal size scoop. Like, how much is this? It was like four and a half tablespoons. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's like 400 calories in peanut butter right now. Oh, yeah. I do love peanut butter. Needless to say, I'm trying to get into, down to race weight again. <laughs> this COVID-19... Uh, as in COVID-19 pounds. Yeah, lose that COVID-19. Lose that COVID-19. Yeah, yeah so it's, you know, that those have been some, like, really good um, kind of ways that we've used it. Yeah. One uh, thing I've been tracking a lot and paying a lot of attention to has been the, the 
the heart rate overnight and the HRV. Like those yeah. are kind of the two things. Like how much sleep did I get? What was the quality of it? How was my restfulness? And then uh, resting heart rate. Like what what low am I hitting overnight? Mm. And that, like almost like a true resting heart rate. And then what's my HRV score looking like? And I'm using that to kind of say, okay, what have I done the past couple of days? Yeah. And you know, it's it's like we talk about with people as well. Like as far as adjusting your your hydration based on your sweat rate. Like the more right. you track it, the more you can kind of have a good feel for that. Yep. Um, but I've noticed after a couple bigger or harder training days, or if hydration isn't where it should be, I'm going to see a spike up in that and that resting heart rate as well as a, a decrease Dropping. in my HRV. Yeah. 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 That's, those are pretty much the two that I've looked at as well. Just to like on day to day, like I, again, I, I don't let, I try not to let a piece of technology tell me if I'm mm -hmm. ready to do a harder workout or not. Mm -hmm. But usually if you see those increases in, in resting heart rate and the decrease in HRV, uh, the way I feel usually is, yeah. is pretty Close. I've had some, I have had some nights where a couple it's and I guess this comes with any technology and data where I've questioned like the data it, it yeah. threw at me. Yeah. Like, like either it was like, most of the time it was like my HRV after a hard workout day was like really high. I'm like, that is, there's no way that's possible because I'm smoked, mm -hmm. uh, you know, based on the average of what it's been for th three months, Yeah, you know? But I think every, you know, every piece of technology, I mean, every power meter is going to have some, some blips here, yeah. you know, here and there. And so, and again, that's where it goes back to trends, right? It's got to be trends. Yeah. It's not yeah. one, any one data point. Yeah. And I will also say, um, at least as far as I've noticed, like if, if you're, a, it's, it's got its own algorithms, right? That's kind of trying to process all of this information and provide a score for you. If you're a much more fit individual that can handle a higher workload if it's if all it's you know if it's looking at your activity score and the amount of activity you had on consecutive days so say you're someone who's putting in a 20 hour uh a week but you've built up to that you know you built up the fitness to be able to handle a big training stress it's going to look at that and say like you need to chill like you'll see during a big training block that it's probably telling you you need to you need to rest and a big part of that can just be because of that that training score yeah so again going back to dale's point know what you're doing and why you're doing it use this as another uh piece of data and another reference point to make sure you're making good decisions um, about trying to get better sleep if you know the sleep hasn't been good but you also have to know that there's a time to stress your body and a time to, to yeah. recover there was one there was one um thing that we didn't mention as a feature that uh is like super eye-opening to me is your inactivity oh yeah um and you know the thing will it'll send a thing your uh, a notification to your phone like hey you should think it's time to stretch your legs uh -huh. like you know the garments do that too they'll have the move like if you don't move for a while it'll it'll uh, beep at you or whatever um but the amount of time that I spend inactive, like, I think it's an eye-opening, not just for me, but in general, like, even as athletes, when we're getting, you know, even upwards of, like, three hours of training in, in a day, mm -hmm. we're still spending the majority of the rest of the day. Eight 
hours inactive is not uncommon to see. Like yeah. yet sitting and like being completely inactive. So oh. like you're thinking about you're spending like seven, eight hours sleeping, eight hours, you know, it's a very small amount of time that you're actually being active during the day unless mm-hmm. you have like a, you know, a, a manual labor job or something like that where yeah. you're, you know, if you're a desk person, you're inactive like a lot more than you probably think you are. I think I think people get the idea that we're as coaches, we're like always like training, do, do, and always doing and training sessions, sessions and, and yeah. coaching and moving around. And you know, our the majority of what we do is online coaching uh-huh. and training programs and and stuff like that. So yeah, looking at data, not we, yeah, <laughs> not partaking in data. Yeah, we spend a lot of time in front of a computer. Yeah, uh, and so but that has it's gotten so eye-opening to me it's made me change a habit mm-hmm. of just sitting there for hours yeah you know it's made me take more frequent breaks mm-hmm. get out and i think overall it's helped mood it's helped productivity in general like all this stuff so it's just it puts a lot of data in your face that like mm-hmm. you can't ignore yeah <laughs> really. yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah for um, sure so we kind of laid all that out there are a few there are a couple cons to this thing that drive me nuts and um but i would say that you know before we go into them they're totally fixable like yeah. easily fixable and it's not hardware thing it's just software and i don't know like the mission statement initially of the company but i don't think initially it was we want to be hardcore going for athletes yeah this was more of a general health and fitness like general health fitness well-being um was the target market like how do we help the the greatest number of people to improve uh how they feel um so the stuff we're about to say is in our regards as coaches and athletes yeah don't try to hold me sorry uh it's not comfy Uh, and the biggest, like the biggest issue I have had has been the activity tracking while you're training Yeah, has been way off. Yeah. So like I'll go out and do a four hour bike ride and I'll come back and open my app up and you got to open the app for it to transfer the data. But yeah. I'll open the app up and it'll say your calorie burn is now at 346. I'm like, yeah. The heck it is. Like, I just, I guarantee you, I just burned 2,000 plus calories. So the, yeah, the way, the, re, the reason that can become an issue and the, and the workaround right now is you have to go in and on the app, add a workout, you select the duration that you were out there and you ex- uh, put in the intensity that it was, and then it will put in a value, like a caloric burn value yeah. for you, which goes into your activity score for the day. So it's to measure how much work you've done to impact your readiness score, you need that data to right. be accurate. Well, I, I've gone the way of trying to get it all to like um, upload automatically. And the only integration they have right now is Apple Health. And Apple Health, uh, in order for you to get any workouts from like Garmin Connect, Zwift, uh, you know, Strava, whatever, you have to you then have to integrate those with apple health so first you have to like you have to get you have to upload the workouts to to your garmin connect and i found that you actually have to open the app 
to like it's not like a seamless yeah you have transfer, to open the like app a, to get it to then recognize or for health to recognize that there's a workout there gotcha. and then health will realize that there's a workout there and then you have to check the health app to make sure it's there and then once it's in the health app it'll be in the aura ring app uh the other problem i have with well besides the fact that that's annoying like that you have to like go in and manually do that it's not just like uh it doesn't work in the background like yeah. you you have to like open it up and, and time do crunch it. people don't like messing with that. I, it's annoying yeah. i mean but the other thing is that it will not let you retroactively put in workouts big problem i mean so it like if you're talking about so explain that if you're talking about trends here yeah if you're talking about trends over time like there's been like four and five days straight where I've like totally forgot to like open the apps and upload the workouts. And now like my activities, it's saying like I'm being inactive and like it, it just throws off the activity score, which throws off the readiness score. Yeah. In my opinion. Like, oh, for sure. yeah. so like, yeah, the, the only time it's transferring data is when you pull your app out yeah. and open the app on your device. Yeah. And then it talks via Bluetooth to your phone to right. the app and it and it pulls the info right so if you forget to do that on a day it's not going to pull up any of your sleep data yep. from the previous day it's not going to pull up any of your steps your activity data it's not pulling up any of that stuff it's essentially gone and you cannot like dale was saying retroactively go back and say oh i forgot to adjust the amount of exercise i did yesterday i forgot to put in my workouts to get a more accurate uh activity score uh and so now it's it's a little bit off. Yeah. My only other like little con here, like the, um, I would say the battery life in this thing is pretty dang good. It's it's about four or five days. Yeah. You have to charge it every four or five days. Um, but for some reason, it doesn't. It like fails to tell me that I need to charge the thing until like five o'clock at night. Oh really? And I'm like, <laughs> can you just tell me at like eight in the morning and mm -hmm. I'll put it on the charger no problem but then i'm like you know in the middle of like dinner and stuff like that and then i forget to charge it and it dies overnight yeah. and then i lose a night's data or something like that i've tried to be really good about like opening it each morning and it'll like tell me like yeah hey I, it may die you better charge it before you go to bed tonight sometimes i don't look at it until until like right before i'm training yeah so yeah so yeah you got to if you're going to get one of these like open it in the mornings yep open it a few times during the day, like let it sync your data, let it track it, like let it go in, manually do the workouts if you need to do that to get the scores more appropriate. Um, or, you know, if you're just using it for the sleep data, yeah, like there's a lot of, a lot of what I feel is valuable information. So there. that's the question. Is it worth the money? Like, yeah, there's I'm, a, you know, there's a comparable, um, there's a, you know, there are big competitor out there is the whoop band. And yeah, just diving into that, like we don't have the Whoop. We actually reached, I, I reached out to Whoop and Aura and said, hey, you know, we'd love to like wear these for a while, review them. They're and like, they said, nope. who, who this? <laughs> they're like, nope. I was like, you haven't seen coaches on couches? <laughs> and they're like, you don't even have a sock sponsor. I'm like, damn, you got me there. <laughs> At any rate, uh, so Whoop strap, like one of the big, just some big differences there. Like this is going to measure your respiratory rate. Yeah, and it's two, going to measure your temperature variation, which yeah. Whoop is not going to do. Yeah. Or at least 
doesn't right now. Right now. Yeah. Um, so those are kind of two big ones. And Whoop, so the the Aura Ring is like a $300 one-time thing. And the this Whoop is, is basically, uh, the band is quote-unquote free. Yeah. But it's a $30 a month subscription. Yeah, if you go month to month, 30 bucks. So in my opinion, yep. as the cheapo, well, as cheapo, you're spending $300 on a, a ring that tells you how you sleep. But mm-hmm. uh, like in my opinion, I'm much more. That's why we this. went this route. And 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 I can't stand sleeping with watches on. Mm. I take my oh, Garmin yeah. off every night because I can't stand sleeping on it because it catches on stuff and uh, bothers yeah, me. This that. thing, I don't even know it's here anymore. Yeah. You know, it, so. Yeah, big one for me was just the the fact that you, it's a one-time fee yeah. versus a recurring fee. And we've had some athletes in the past who have gotten the whoop strap, got used to it, like learned enough about how their sleep and how their exercise and how all of that kind of factors in, mm-hmm. and then said, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to pay any longer. One big pro with whoop uh, is it does connect with training peaks. Yeah. So as a coach, yeah. you know, having that integration is super nice. If you can go in and look at what an at like automatically see all those metrics posted on what their sleep was, the time in the different sleep stages, like all that stuff, super helpful for a coach and kind of looking at the full picture of an athlete. Um, or a ring does not do that. Yeah. So that's kind of the so big ones. Overall, in my opinion, uh, and I'll let you speak for yourself. I think it's worth the money uh, in in the fact that it puts so much useful data in your face that you can't ignore it. And it kind of, in my, like for me, being a data hound and a, uh, uh, like a sport performance person, mm-hmm. uh, I love it. So, you know, it, it's, it's worth it to me. If they can make, if they can make some changes to the activity tracking integrations and stuff like that, It'll be a no-brainer, yeah. In my opinion, but um, yeah, I, I, you know, I think the data is totally useful. Uh, you know, not necessarily again for deciding whether or not I'm going to attempt a hard workout today, but making some changes so that I am more recovered and can get more of those hard workouts in a week. Yep. No, I would, I would say, 100% the same thing. Like, it's brought just the awareness that it's brought to kind of what's going on, like another area. We talk all the time about how there's so many variables when dealing with human performance that the more awareness you can bring to each one of those areas, you know, if you're in a dark room and you're using a flashlight, you can only stare at, you know, one thing at a time. Whereas the more stuff that you can can shed light on, you know, flipping a big light on where we can see hydration, we can see nutrition, we can see the training, we can see the power, we can see the heart rate. Now we can see more on a sleep standpoint. Um, And then I I feel like the big thing is if you really want to make it worth it, you need to actually take some time each day to pay attention to what's going on, to put in those tags that you can put in that show, okay, you know, yesterday was a big training day or I had six beers last night or, you know, like put that stuff in because now you can go on the, on their, um, the, uh, desktop, you know, you can use your regular computer and there's a big cloud dashboard where you can really easily start looking at all these different trends. And if you have these tags to go along with that, now long-term you can start really making some, some like 
changes to improve your performance. So if you're just going to buy it to have it look cool, I would go with one of them little rubber band ones. But yeah. uh, <laughs> if so you're someone who's really concerned about trying to really, you know, get the most out of out of yeah. yourself. It's like any, uh, it's like any piece valuable. of tech. If mm -hmm. you're just going to buy it and just to see the numbers and never do anything with it, then it's not worth it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But if you if you actually uh, will use it to make some changes to your day to day and and whatnot, then totally worth it. Oh, for sure, exactly. So yeah, I guess ultimately it comes down to you. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> will you make changes based Isn't that on the what case you're saying? All, the time? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, did we cover it all? That's it. I think we got it. All right, we appreciate you guys hanging out, listening, watching. We'll catch you guys next time. Adios. Thank <laughs> you.